Good day. Welcome to the Business Agora, a series of conversations aimed to be supportive in your business and your life, held with our community here at Workspace 365. My name is Michael Benson. I am the CEO at Workspace 365, and I'm here with our community engagement lead, Al Jeffrey, who will be your host for a number of these conversations. Thanks, Michael, and thank you for joining us for the Agora. Agora means the gathering or the exchange. And in these conversations, we hope to connect you with some of the humans of the Workspace 365 community, bring light to their stories, their insights into business, leadership, and well-being, and offer useful resources and tips for navigating business post-COVID-19. So let's dive in. Nihit, thank you for taking the time for a Business Agora conversation. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks. Good to be uh, good to be on the podcast today. Yeah. Just to fill those in listening, uh, whereabouts are you joining us from? All I can see is a, a glowing white wall behind you. Yeah, it's, it is certainly a very white wall. I have to, need to certainly fill it up with some pictures or something. Um, I'm sitting here at 45 Latrobe Street in Melbourne, so right opposite Flagstaff Gardens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lovely. And do you get, uh, you have a window by the looks of? I do, yeah. So I'm actually sitting on the uh, Latrobe Street side. So as I look to my left, I've got Haleybury College to my left. Um, mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough to be sitting in a, in a somewhat better lit office. I prefer the natural light coming in than, than the artificial light. So mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to be in that space. Brilliant. And you mentioned you've uh, you've been there for not so long so far. Yeah, um, I joined the space back in, I would like to say, early Feb. Um, it's probably been about a month since I since I moved into moved into the offices, which has been it's been really good. Um, it's been mm-hmm. it's been really good for my own working style and environment, and you know, play to my strengths, which is to meet people and network with people. So it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, um, yeah, you mentioned your strengths, network and meet with people. And it sounds like you, um, uh, yeah, obviously really enjoy that, also really good at it. Um, and I suppose I'm curious what to, what your journey has been to, to finding those skills and then to working with yeah. Southern Cross Business Advisors doing the work that you do. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I guess a little bit about myself and, yeah, as you said, the personal story. Um, so I, I've been in the industry, canning industry, for just over 11 years. Um, I started with a firm called WHK, which is now called Findex, um, who are kind of a large mid-tier organisation, a canning firm. Um, I started with them as a graduate, was there for about six and a half years. Um, so core work there included um, kind of core compliance, so financial statements, tax um, for, for high net worths, families, corporates and the like. Um, I then uh, made the switch to joining Deloitte Private. So Deloitte Private is the uh, private arm of the Deloitte business. So very similar in the sense that you do core compliance. Um, but the, the, the twist to it all was, I guess, having, having to work with much bigger families, bigger businesses, more issues, complexities, um, challenges you more technically, which is, which is a great thing. Um, you have a little bit more ownership of, of what you do, um, which was really good. And fortunately, was given the opportunity to um, lead our outsourced function as well. 
Um, and had it not been for COVID, I, I would have been there for four weeks training the guys up. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously COVID put a, put a pretty full stop to that. Um, so yeah, I was there for about three and a half years. And then um, I got the opportunity through, through one of my people in my, in my networks to join Southern Cross. They came to me and said, you know, we, we really like you and, and like your skills and what you bring to the table. Would you consider joining us? And, and it was one of those things that um, kind of came out of the blue. I, I didn't really know what to expect. And um, yeah, to be honest, it's probably, probably been the best career decision I've made to date. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a firm based out in Mildura of all places. Mm -hmm. So north, uh, northwest of Victoria, uh, we're a three partner, 40 staff practice, um, quite sizable, very well known, very well reputed, um, cloud-based technology savvy. Um, and I guess where we strengthen and how that plays into my strengths is um, our focus and our, our ethos is, is absolutely um, servicing the client and, and, and adding value. You know, often accountants get blamed and accused of, of, being very static and very boring in what they offer and all they'll mm. ever do is prepare a set of financial statements and income tax returns and you won't see your accountant for 12 months you know that's not us um our, our ethos is servicing the client getting in front of them being proactive engaging with them so that we're adding value and it's not just um families it's it's businesses it's 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 um corporates it's it's you know agriculture is a big big space in which we operate in so that's i guess i guess a little bit about me and and my background and where i've come from mm -hmm. great yeah it sounds like a i mean i've as i mentioned um do a fair bit of work with cpa uh yeah. speaking at their congress and um in the beginning i mean a lot of my work is around uh leadership and emotional intelligence and, and sure. mindfulness um and uh in the beginning um when I'd mentioned to say friends or family or colleagues that I was going to, to speak at CPA about emotional intelligence, then uh, yeah, I just get laughed at back. Like good luck with getting a bunch of accountants to talk about, <laughs> you know, relationships, but um, it's really clear that, and uh, yeah, it was really reflected back to me that actually accountants and those who are really on the edge are really starting to see that they need to build relationships. And that it is about this partnership between yourself and the client that it isn't is just about the spreadsheet anymore. Totally agree. I mean, it's one of those things that, um, you know, 12 months ago, there was big, um, there's, there's a lot of press, I guess, on on how robotics and how AI would change roles and, you know, mm. potentially phase role jobs out. Um, but accounting is one of those jobs that, as you said, it's about relationship. You, you as an individual or you as a business owner or, or whoever it might be, doesn't want to talk to a robot to get a to get an answer you know mm. um, it's like it's like the hairdresser right you you talk to your hairdresser about every, anything and everything because you trust them and it's the same thing with an accounting advisor mm -hmm. is that when you're dealing with your accounting professional or your advisor you tell them everything because that's they're the best people to advise you on how to get better how to grow how to grow your business how to manage tax how to manage risk whatever it is um, mm -hmm. that's ultimately what the relationship drives so yeah and it's very sensitive information you're you're dealing with often a business owner and their livelihood and yeah. um so it is it requires a lot of empathy and understanding and sensitivity it um, does yeah 
yeah, robots just yet aren't able to, to deliver on that. Not yet. At least <laughs> what I know. Yeah. Um, and so it sounds like uh, you started with SC BA post lockdown or post um, COVID. Yeah, kind of July, July last year. So I guess right, right. before we had our second wave. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was good timing in a way. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine in other ways, maybe difficult to feel integrated with the team, although it sounds like it's quite a cloud-based dispersed team anyway. It, it, was really, it was really challenging, I have to admit, you know, having, having worked from home since about March last year and then joining a new place where, A, the rest of the team is some 600 kilometres away mm -hmm. and, B, trying to do an induction virtually, you know, meeting people through Teams or through Zoom, it's not the same. So it was challenging, not, no doubt about it. I mean, you miss that social interaction when you're, when you're not in the office. Um, but fortunately, you know, was able to go see the, see the team back in, I think it was November, mid to late November. Mm. Um, and, you know, I travel, I travel up there once a month and, and hopefully in time now that we've got a fixed address here in Melbourne, um, it'll be reciprocal and the guys will travel down here as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, it certainly had its challenges working from home, um, I guess was a bit of a perk at the start, but, you mm -hmm. know, like I said, you miss that, that social interaction, you miss that connectivity with your clients and your colleagues. So, mm -hmm. um, but thankfully got through it. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose I'm wondering just to maybe impart some insight to those listening in what um, I suppose, did you learn through mm -hmm. working with clients during say lockdown last year and hardship and maybe uncertainty and volatility what are some of the takeaways that I suppose you've learned and you've witnessed your clients learn um, yep. about cash flow and, and managing a business during sure. the times of, yeah. I guess as a professional, the first thing that I learned um, when dealing with clients through, through lockdown, through, through COVID restrictions, um, there was so much influx of government support and so much influx of government handout that if you weren't at the forefront, if you weren't, up to date, if you weren't knowledgeable in those areas, then inevitably your clients would miss out. Um, and, and and like I said at the start, the clients, your clients would always trust you. Mm. So when when they see red flags and they see that things aren't great, or they they see that business is really struggling, they'll always turn to their accountant or their advisor. So that level of trust, it kind of went from it, it took it took it up a level, it took it up a notch. Um, and if you had, a, if pre-COVID you had a really good relationship with a client, that was only strengthened. Um, mm -hmm. And vice versa, if you didn't have a strong relationship with your client and you saw them once a year, um, that's when I guess the cracks began to, to um, widen. Mm -hmm. And you know, in the clients would kind of be like, "Well, what's the point of my account advisor if he's not there? If he's not answering calls, or you know, he's not he's not available when I need him to be available." Um, can be can be a little bit difficult and so that was probably the biggest takeaway for me as a as a professional um, an accounting professional during COVID was I saw the level of trust with my clients grow um, and on conversely as a client what did they experience I think for them clients had time to reflect upon what their priorities were where they were in life you know, when we're dealing with with um, mum and dads or you're dealing with key stakeholders in the business, 
COVID often, COVID taught them just to take a step back and, and reflect, number mm. one. And I think it also educated them on how you need to pivot as a business in not necessarily into online. It may, it may not be online. You know, if online was a presence pre-COVID, they, they capitalized on that during COVID. But more so um, businesses that I guess had high levels of stock um, that, would, that they were carrying, they kind of refined their stock levels and said, well, look, we don't need, we don't have that much of a market. There's no point carrying that level of, of debt on the balance sheet, you know, using mm. accounting um, terminology concept there. But um, yeah, certainly clients were forced to pivot their business and their business model and their revenue model. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, in Melbourne, we saw a lot of businesses closed down and it was a bit of a survival of the fittest. Mm. So um, that was probably one thing that I that I saw clients do and react the most was they had to they had to find new opportunities, had to find new ways of being efficient. Yeah, yeah, it really kind of invited an entrepreneurialism yep. um, in those who maybe wouldn't consider themselves a, an entrepreneur, but maybe a small business owner. All of a sudden, exactly, you had to become an entrepreneur, um, exactly. work with finite resources and yep. um, leverage your strengths. Uh, so right. how did you personally, um, and how do you personally as, um, I suppose, uh, not a, a business owner per se, but, you know, really, um, a senior professional in Melbourne, mm. uh, how is it that you tend to your own mental health and your well-being and, um, yeah, not only frequent, during COVID, frequent, but... frequent walks, lots of Uber Eats, mm-hmm. um, my wife and I, it was actually really bad timing because we got married. Uh, November 2019 mm-hmm. uh, and then COVID struck well I guess think we saw the effect of COVID towards February March 2020 so then that really kind of threw things out the door we had plans to do travel and, and the like which obviously didn't happen yeah um, but we found ways of of mixing it up you know we did weekly ISO dates so we mm-hmm. you know we, we found a theme or, or, or a cuisine once a week and we would find a recipe and and make that Lovely. over the weekend just to mix it up you know um, my wife she works in um, she works in hospitals so for her coming home we made sure we we had a bit of a break and we, and we um got some fresh air got plenty of exercise in um didn't stop me getting covid kilos but still we tried mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah just i guess i guess the, the one thing that we um did the best is we were really open about how we were feeling like some days you know having me obviously not being in an office environment me being stuck at home all day every day kind of thing it was a bit of a I was just getting you get frustrated you just you need change you need something different you don't want to be stuck in the same routine every day um, and not I guess bottling that up and mm-hmm. being confident enough to be able to share that and say hey look, I'm really today um, so yeah that was one way that we did managing our mental health Lovely. And those things, I suppose, are, are continuing for you, but in different ways post-lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we still try and do um, exercise as much as we can. Um, and we've now got this philosophy that if it's a long weekend or, or whatever it is, you know, previously we may not have gone anywhere. We might have kind of done it once in a while. We would have gone somewhere and had a bit of a break in between. But now we're saying any opportunity we get to go away, even if it's for, for a night, whatever it is, let's go because mm-hmm. you know, we can't live too much in the future nowadays. 
No. You've got to live a little bit more in the present and make the most of what you can do now. So that's been our, our philosophy over the last little bit is when you can go, go. Yeah, yeah. I definitely resonate with that and notice that in a lot of people, there's a real sense of, well, if not now, who knows um, when. You don't and, know. So, and also there's a real sense of appreciation for being able to. And so when we're there, actually really, um, yeah, taking it all in and building, I suppose, a sense of gratitude. Yep. With our freedoms. Um, brilliant. What is the best way for people to connect with you? Um, best way to connect with me is via email or mobile. Um, email is uh, nihit, so nihit, dot mittal, M-I-T-T-A-L, at scba.com.au. Mm-hmm. Um, or the mobile 0416-234-627. Um, I'm kind of connecting on both. I'm, I'm active on both. So, yeah, no harm in having a conversation. You know, one, one of the key things that I work towards is um, relationships always are always long-term. So I'm not interested in, uh, in, in kind of the short-term, short-term gig. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the clients that I have, I've maintained for years. Yeah. Um, and that's the level of trust that I've got with my clients. So, um, yeah, feel free to have a conversation. Even if you want to be like, hey, Nahid, what do you think about this? More than happy to have a conversation. That's what it's all about. Brilliant. I'll make sure I put your email uh, and obviously website in the show notes. And appreciate yeah, very much appreciate the, the relational approach as opposed to the transactional, more short term. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I know at Workspace 365, we definitely uh, aim towards that philosophy as well. Community yep. connection, relationships is what really creates longevity. Um, yeah, yeah. So thank you for doing the work you do um, and for sharing a little bit of, of your story. So much more and I look forward to diving into it another time, maybe at an yeah. event. Um, thanks, Al. Yeah, thanks for joining and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for another Agora conversation, and we trust you took away something useful. Thank you, Al. That's right. If you are already a member with us, we look forward to seeing you in an office or an event really soon. If you aren't a member with us, we'd love to welcome you to one of our centres across Melbourne, South Melbourne, Footscray and Torquay very soon. Please be in touch and call us on 1-800-WORK-NOW or on the web at www.workspace365.com.au. We look forward to continuing to connect with you and you with our community here at Workspace 365. We'll see you again shortly.